What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. Indeed it is, John Dawson. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here in lovely Kenson, North Carolina. Today is Monday, May the 15th. It's the Ides of May in the year of the Lord 2023. This is episode 859 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. They'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. Man, let me tell you something. We have got a show for you today. Joining me in less than 20 minutes is our regular Monday guest. He's the Dean of ENC Sports Talk host. He's also the host of The Drive with Mark Panicelli on 252 ESPN. That's 107.5 FM in New Bern. 107.5 FM in Greenville. It's our good friend Mark Panicelli. I got to tell you, and I know he's going to do the same thing. We're both now able to take a big sigh of relief following yesterday's Game 7 win for our Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference semifinals. We await the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference finals. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Carolina Hurricanes. We're going to talk about the NASCAR race yesterday, which was a pretty doggone good race yesterday. And uh, I'm going to pre- maybe do a little preview of North Wilkesboro this weekend, which Paul Whittington and I will be at all weekend. We're just going to pretty much talk about anything else we can think about here in the first hour, but uh, we will have to, uh, you know how I like to bleed over into the second hour sometimes, not going to be able to do that today because I got to tell you, in our second hour, I, I, I've waited a long time to have him on this show now. Uh, John Dawson and I, when we were with the Free Press and we uh, hosted the award-winning Free Press uh, podcast, or the Free Press radio show, I think is what we called it, uh, we had him on a couple of times on that, but it's the first time, believe it or not, in our three and a half years that, uh, we've been doing the, uh, Brian Hanks show. We're going to have the great Reggie Bullock of, uh, the Dallas Mavericks. He's going to kick off our second hour and it's going to be part one of our two part interview with him. We talked to him uh, over the weekend, had him here in the plush, well-lit studio and, uh, had a chance to sit down with him and you want to talk about a wide ranging interview. I can only think of really like one or two questions I didn't get to. I wanted to ask him about Mark Cuban. I didn't get a chance to do that. But I'm telling you, today and tomorrow, every pretty much every question that I wanted to ask him, he answered. In fact, I love it, man. Uh, we went into it, and he was like, listen, Brian, you tell me or you ask me anything you want to ask me. This is just, I mean, I'm, I'm a wide open book. And I'm telling you, think of a question you would like to ask Reggie Bullock. We had a chance to ask him about it. I even asked him Bullock versus Bullock. In fact, that's how we start the interview today is uh, just uh, finding out where that transition happened. And I, you know what? I don't want to spoil it. That's going to start off our second hour. And like I said, uh, it's a two-part interview. Part one is today. And I got to tell you, most of today is uh, looking back at Kenston, looking back at his time here. Uh, I think we get a little bit into Chapel Hill 
But uh, talking about the people who influenced him growing up here, uh, there's some Wells Gulledge talk. There's some uh, Dory Hines talk. And uh, just the the run that they had from 2008. Well, he was a four-year varsity player from 2007 to 2010. But he also, uh, well, actually, technically, in uh, November and December of uh, 2006, uh, when he was a freshman, but uh, man, it's just such a great interview, and he, he's it's it's long overdue. It's something we've tried to set up several times before, but between everything he's got going on with uh, the Dallas Mavericks, with everything he's got, he's got businesses here in town. He's got Bullock Island uh, down in Belize. I mean, believe me, we talk about believe me. <laughs> See, Linda will appreciate that uh, pun because uh, that's what she likes to do. But uh, we talk about everything today and tomorrow. So like I said, part one is today. Part two is tomorrow, and uh, you're going to have a lot of fun with it. And then we play the birthday game to end out today's show. And I promise you're going to have a lot of fun with it. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, we kind of pick on uh, on uh, on John Dawson a little bit because over the weekend, our boy John Dawson he forsaked, forsake, forsaken, he forsook. I don't know uh, what word am I sorry. He he kicked uh, Jonathan Massey and I to the curb. How about that? We were supposed to go on a trip uh, this past weekend, and, and we'll explain it all during the birthday game. But it turns out that John Dawson has other friends, and who would have known that? But uh, I'm picking. John Dawson has lots of friends. He's very beloved. But uh, I think you'll get a kick out of it. It's a, a very, very fun interview that we do with our interview. It's a very, very fun birthday game that we do with uh, John Dawson in our uh, second hour. So there you go. It's uh, Mark Panicelli here in the first hour. The great Reggie Bullock in the second hour birthday game. And before we know it, this uh, uh Day will be over. This show will be over. Man, have we got some great shows coming up for you. Like I said, we got Reggie today and tomorrow. Mark Panicelli, uh, obviously, today. Uh, Richard Clark tomorrow. Cannot wait to talk to him about the NBA playoffs tomorrow. We have Scott Austin coming up. Uh, we've not talked any tennis, maybe ever, here on the Brian Hanks show. But North Lenore is uh, just doing great in the tennis playoffs. We've had some individual players. We've got the team. We're going to have him and We've got him scheduled for tomorrow. But, Scott, if you're listening right now, I think I'm going to need to change that. I don't know. We'll, we'll play it by ear. We'll play it by ear and see if uh, maybe I had him originally scheduled for eight. You know, like I said, we'll just play that by ear tomorrow. I'm not 100% on when we're going to do that tomorrow. But uh, it may even be Wednesday. But we've got Scott Austin scheduled to come in uh, and do the show with a couple of North and North players. We've got uh, – uh, Ariel Epstein, Ariel Epstein, sorry, uh, with Major League Baseball Network and, you know, former uh, WCTI uh, star. She's going to be joining us on our line. We're going to try to get Alex Hayden here on the line later on this week because, like I teased a few minutes ago, Paul Whittington and I are going to be in North Wilkesboro this weekend for the NASCAR All-Star Race. And if you know even a little bit about me, you know I'm a very proud – I mean, I love Kenston. Kenston is my home. I, there's nothing I can say much more than that. I love Kinston, North Carolina. You guys have uh, adopted me. You've taken over my life. I got here in 2002. I've been here 21 years and, uh, I love it here. Absolutely love it here. But I grew up in Wilkes County, North Carolina. And, uh, and you know what, which, what is crazy. I just thought about this as I was saying this. I've lived here 21 years. I only lived in Wilkes County for 18 years as I was growing up, maybe 18 and a half years. Then when I got out of the Army, I lived there just a few months. But So I have, I have lived longer in Kinston and Lenore County than I lived in Wilkes County. But, 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 
Uh, I grew up a NASCAR fan. Just uh, In fact, I was probably outside of college basketball. That was my favorite sport was NASCAR uh, up until 1996 anyway when uh, NASCAR pulled uh, the races out of North Wilkesboro. And I just, I, I went on a hiatus. I just couldn't, I couldn't be a fan anymore. I got to thank Paul Whittington. I've said it plenty of times. That son of a gun has got me back into NASCAR. And uh, we'll be doing the show live from Galax, Virginia, from our hotel room in Galax, Virginia on Friday. Haven't decided if I'm going to do a show a week from Monday or a week from today because uh, the All-Star race is at 8 o'clock next Sunday night. <laughs> then we're driving back to Garner from uh, from uh, North Wilkesboro. <clears throat> so we're probably not even going to get back into uh, beautiful Paul Whittington Estates until probably, uh, I don't even know, <clears throat> 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, probably after that, to be honest with you, 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. So if we do the show next Monday, it's probably going to be from Garner. But like I said, I haven't made up my mind on that yet. We'll, uh, we'll let you know, though, as the week goes along. But I can tell you, uh, we are definitely doing the show from uh, Galax, Virginia uh, on Friday. So pretty excited about that as we'll get you ready for the race in North Wilkesboro. Uh, and uh, and uh, another, we're going to be doing another live appearance uh, at the uh, Kenston Community Center probably a week from Friday. Uh, I need to talk to uh, Corey Povar and get that all set up and Kelly Cannon and all the folks over there. But, man, we're gonna, I'm going to get him to give us some stuff to give away from the uh, – from the prize vault over at uh, the Kenston Community Center, but we'll be doing that uh, sometime next week. Uh, but, man, just uh, some exciting times. But like I said, uh, this week's shows, Reggie today and tomorrow, uh, Ariel Epstein, uh, Paul Whittington, Alex Hayden, Shane Albee, uh, just our regular cast of characters here on uh, on the Brian Hanks Show. So, so pretty excited about all that. Okay, uh, let's uh, get you caught up. Let's uh, jump into our monologue here. And, uh, man... Some bad news uh, for LCC baseball. Uh, they saw their 2023 season come to a close over the weekend down in Palatka, Florida in the Southeast District Championship. They played at St. John's River State College. <clears throat> hope you had a chance to see it. I hope there was a lot of uh, of Lenore, of Kenston and Lenora County folks watching. They, and, and Ricky Whaley, I know you'll back me up on this because it drove me crazy. Got to give them credit. Got to give St. John's River State College credit. Uh, because they did actually did a pretty good job on uh, on the uh, video of the uh, Southeast District Championship against LCC. The commentators were awful. I mean, just r- totally awful. Ricky, you know it was crazy. They kept saying Lenore Community College was from Lenore, North Carolina, which, uh, you know, Lenore is only, I don't know, three and a half, four hours away from here. And that and just other things, they were just too, I don't know, folksy is the word that I want to use, but I appreciated, I just muted it. I ended up just muting it and watching uh, their broadcast, and they did. I got to tell you, I was watching it on my laptop. It looked like that was in 4K. I don't know how, it looked like they had about four or five different camera shots. They just did a tremendous job. Shelly Barnes, uh, the AD over at LCC, and I were uh, messaging each other uh, while we were both watching it in different places. And uh, we've got to do something like that for LCC. And I'm not saying we could do every game, but I tell you what, get Paul Whittington and I in there and uh, maybe even get Scott Whittington, who knows a lot about LCC baseball. And I know he's super busy over at ECU now, but I think we could do maybe get Graham Hill to help out some. I don't know. Trey Scott from News News Sports. I don't know, man. I think we could we could put together a pretty nice little uh, broadcast. And on top of it, too, I know that uh, News News Sports 
has a uh, a lot of equipment over there. So uh, I don't know, uh, Shelly Barnes, LCC baseball fans. I think we could do something with that next year. But uh, we, you know what, baseball season at LCC is now many months away. Uh, what about uh, nine months away? Eight nine months away. So we'll wait until then to talk about it. But. Uh, more than anything, wanted to thank LCC and congratulate LCC on just an incredible season. Uh, they lost ten to nothing on Friday in five innings, and then uh, was leading four to one on Saturday, and then it just all fell apart. They ended up losing that game six to four. Congratulations to Gary Smith and this LCC Lancers baseball team. They were amazing. I mean, just uh, again, I- I've talked about it here on the show. Uh, I wrote about it for uh, ENC Moments uh, for Junior Smith and ENC Moments, just the the turnaround. This team won 13 games two uh, two years ago, and before that, had a, a couple of uh, single win seasons. And I mean, it was embarrassing. LCC was getting beat. I mean, there were some incredibly terrible margins, and the program had bottomed out. Shelly Barnes gets uh, Gary Smith in here and just an amazing job that he's done over these three seasons. Two years ago, 13 wins, but you could tell that the team was turning it around, uh, but didn't make the conference tournament. Last year, made the conference tournament, won 38 games, but didn't make, uh, but didn't win a game in the conference tournament. This year, win the conference tournament after being in the uh, consolation bracket and uh, make it all the way to the district tournament. They were one step away we're making it to the College World Series or back to the College World Series. And all kudos have to go to Gary Smith. They have to go to Kevin Jones, to uh, just all the folks on that uh, that LCC baseball team. They were amazing and uh, made, it, made us proud to be LCC baseball fans again. And I'm telling you, the future is extremely bright. I mean, I you know, I, I said before the season started, I fully expected, I really did, for this team to make a run at the World Series, by God, they did that. And I'm telling you, next year, I think it's—I mean, I think it's World Series or bust next year. And I hate to put that kind of pressure on uh, Coach Smith and the Lancers, but I'm telling you, they had a heck of a season this year. So, congratulations to the Lancers. Uh, again, the season ends over the weekend down in Florida, but uh, I believe that it's a home and home. And if they win uh, Region 10 next year, LCC, guess what? Uh, the road to the World Series would go right through uh, Lenore Community College, and I think that's what's going to happen next year. So, congratulations to them. The Down East Wood Ducks and Del Marva they split their six-game series uh, last week as the Shorebirds won yesterday's game five to four. So they split the series three games to three. Man, what an amazing game that a uh, Hot Linda and Mr. Clemens and uh, a lot of fans, close to two thousand fans out there uh, Saturday night as Down East uh, defeated uh, Delmarva 5-4. to four. They had to come from behind. They scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth to win that game, and just a great, great, great atmosphere out there. Man, some great giveaways this past weekend, too. I'm telling you, if you missed it, you really missed out. Uh, we had uh, pink tumblers, which uh, Linda and I are already using. They're in our kitchen. Uh, it was presented by Down East Homes, and then let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Hung out with Pam Sheffield. And uh, her uh, awesome daughter yesterday, or uh, no, that was Saturday night uh, when we got our pink tumblers. Shoot, I'm telling you wrong. Pink tumblers were Friday night. Let me get it straight here. The pink tumblers were Friday night. And then the uh, jerseys, they had sweet pinstripe jerseys uh, that was given away by Lenore Community College. That was Saturday night with Pam Sheffield and her daughter. And 
Uh, just had a good time. I cannot believe I'm 15 minutes in, and I want to give some love out here to uh, a listener who I met uh, Friday night at the Wood Ducks game. His name is Ben. I believe he said he was from New Bern. And, Ben, if I'm wrong about that, message me on uh, our Twitter feed or message me on our Facebook feed and let me know. But, Ben, I really enjoyed meeting you, and he was talking about how he loved the show how uh, he listens every day, but uh, he listens on 107.5. Doesn't listen to our home feed here on 960 The Bull, but on 107.5. Ben, thank you so much. I wish I had grabbed your last name. Uh, send it to me. I'd love to give you some love. And uh, just, you know what? It, 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 yeah, I guess it feeds the old ego, but it, it's awesome when you talk to somebody. And uh, a faithful listener to the show. He loves the Brian Hanks show, loves John and Jonathan, loves our guests. And again, want to thank uh, Ben. Uh, ben, message me your. I, I'll hopefully I'll see you at another Wood Ducks game, and uh, we'll get your last name out there. But uh, again, Down East Wood Ducks this week. Uh, they are. Well, let me tell you first. They're still in first place in the Carolina League North. They're eighteen and thirteen. They're tied atop the Carolina League North with the hated Carolina Mudcats. And then uh, they're a game ahead of Delmarva. They've got a six-game set that begins tomorrow night uh, with uh, the Fayetteville Woodpeckers. That's right. It's going to be the Woodies versus the Packers, man. It's going to be awesome. Now, that game tomorrow night is at 6 o'clock. Not the usual 7 o'clock, but it's 6 o'clock tomorrow, and it's because uh, there's an 11 a.m. game on Wednesday. So uh, get out there at 6 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, 11 o'clock education day on Wednesday. It's Thirsty Thursday on Thursday. Fireworks Friday on Friday. A sweet red, white, and blue hat giveaway on Saturday, and then dogs and dogs on Sunday. But uh, so... Get out and support our uh, Down East Wood Ducks this week. ECU baseball, they swept Memphis over the weekend. They absolutely positively had to do that. Uh, they beat them in three. Like I said, all three games are now 38-14 and 14 overall. They're 15-6 and six in uh, the AAC. They're a half game out of first place in the conference. Uh, and then let me tell you something, guys. They play a huge game tomorrow night against Campbell. Campbell is 39-11. and 11. ECU is 38 and 14. So I don't know. Only a combined 77 wins between the two teams. But that game is tomorrow night at 6. They close out the regular season at South Florida this weekend, but it starts on Thursday. You typically, uh, it's the last uh, regular season series of the year. So uh, that's what they're playing on Thursday through Saturday. The Carolina Hurricanes. They play the Florida Panthers in the Eastern Conference Finals. Tell you what, we'll talk more about that when we get uh, Mark Panicelli up here on the line with us in just a few minutes. Let's get you caught up on uh, state playoffs uh, on Friday. We had uh, two of our teams make it to the third round, the North Lenora Hawks on a walk-off against uh, Aiden Griffin. Blake Crawford scored on a wild pitch to help uh, the Hawks make it to the third round. They defeated uh, Aiden Griffin Chargers 6-5. North Lenore is now uh, 17 and four, and they will be taking on number 21 seeded Camden County uh, tomorrow. We're going to try to get uh, Jackson Massey on the line with us tomorrow to talk about and help us preview that game tomorrow. How about South Lenore? They won their first round game in pretty commanding fashion. Then they beat North Johnston, sixth seeded North Johnston, a really good team. 15 to 3 on Friday. So congratulations to the Blue Devils. They now travel to South Granville, the third seeded South Granville uh, Vikings. That will be tomorrow night. We're going to try to get uh David Combs on the show with us tomorrow too. So another hopefully another Jackson Massey and David Combs. Got to tell you, I'm thinking about mixing things around this week where the first hour guests because uh Junior Smith third is under the weather a little bit. He's having some uh 
some uh, health issues right now. We probably will not have him this week. So I'm thinking about uh, moving uh, Richard Clark to Wednesday and then having uh, Jackson or Coach Massey, Coach Combs tomorrow if they'll come on with me. And uh, like I said, Scott Austin also uh, tomorrow too. So I think I, we may have an all-prep sports first hour and then a Reggie Bullock part two and uh, the birthday game uh, tomorrow too. So you like how I'm planning out the show here on the air? But, uh, man, congratulations to North Lenore and South Lenore baseball, both of them in the third round. Oh, my God, wouldn't it be awesome? The only way I believe they can meet would be in the uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Would that not be awesome to have right here in Lenore County uh, to have that? Let me tell you something. Uh, Green Central is going to have a lot to say about that too because the Rams won on Friday night. Also, a tight game, a tough game against Whiteville. But guess what? They moved on. They won their 19th straight game. They play Farmville Central uh, tomorrow night. Farmville Central having an amazing run of their own the playoffs they entered the playoffs with an 8 and 11 record they've now won two in a row and they get uh, green central for the third time now green central pretty easily won that regular season series against the jaguars so i fully anticipate green central moving on north of nor moving on i that south of nor has shown what they've shown it just oh my god it would be just so awesome and i believe if i'm right if South Lenore wins, and help me out there, out there, uh, listeners, if you know better than I do, which <laughs> isn't that hard. Hold on. I think I've got it right here in front of me. Yeah, da, 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 da. Yes, sir, Bob. If South Lenore wins tomorrow night and Green Central wins tomorrow night, guess what that means? The Blue Devils and the Rams will play in the fourth round of the playoffs on Friday, and that would just be amazing. So uh, there you go. So how about that? That would be Man, that would be amazing. Uh, South of Nor and Green Central playing each other in the fourth round. North of Nor on the other side of the bracket. And then North of Nor keeps winning. Let's see. Uh, North of Nor, let me look at this. They play Camden, and they take on the winner of Midway and East Carteret if they win tomorrow night. So that would be amazing. That would be amazing. <clears throat> if uh, East Carteret were to win, it would be at North of Nor. If Midway were to win, North of Nor would travel to Midway. But I tell you what. Let's uh, get them past Camden first, and then we'll see what happens after that. Uh, Parrot Academy, they won uh, in the state playoffs in the quarterfinals on Saturday. They beat Greensboro Day, traveled all the way up to Greensboro. They beat Greensboro Day 8-3. to three. Uh, They are now in the semifinals this week. I tried to find that in Coach Kravitz. I'm sorry, I didn't. Uh, I couldn't find it on your uh, web page. Let me know. Uh, they're going to play this week, too. Hell, we're going to try to have Coach Kravitz on the show this week, too as they're getting ready for the semifinals of the North Carolina Independent Schools Athletic Association. So, <laughs> North of North, South of North, Green Central, Parrot Academy. Man, what a great time for uh, prep baseball in our neck of the woods. Uh, in softball, not great news in softball as South of North uh, traveled to Midway. Tough, tough game, but uh, played their guts out. Ended up uh, coming up a little bit short in that one. South of North lost that game on Friday. Their season is complete. They finished 12-7. and seven. But listen, congratulations big time. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Madison Lee Harvey and the Blue Devils, they had a great season, a great season. Uh, Jones Senior season came up short as they lost at number one Pamlico County. And uh, so there you go. Uh, girls soccer uh, has been released. We'll get more into that tomorrow. Uh, and then, like I said, the tennis playoffs, uh, North and North is in that. I believe that is tomorrow, but we'll have Scott Austin 
head coach there and a couple of his players in our studio here tomorrow to talk about that. So, whoo, how about that? Man, I'm, I've gone over. I know uh, Mark is waiting for me to call right now, so I need to get him up here on the line with us. Let me thank uh, our sponsors here. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Lenore Community College uh, for 65 years. Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve uh, their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you, my friend, can change your life today. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you to uh, Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show. We certainly, certainly couldn't do it without him. You know who else I couldn't do it without? I couldn't do it without my good friend Mark Panicelli, who I know was perched on the edge of his seat like I was yesterday. Well, until uh, the until the end of the third quarter, and then I got to breathe a little bit and I got to relax a little bit. But man, how <laughs> about Jason Tatum, Mark Panicelli? What a game yesterday for him! What a game for our Celtics! Let me take a breath. Good morning, my friend. Oh, happy Monday! And I and yes, I am glowing in green today. Uh, with uh, with it, and I remember the last time you and I said anything about Jason Tatum was right before the fourth quarter of Game Six when he was <laughs> when he was one for thirteen from the field and three points and uh, had a brilliant fourth quarter and closed out the the game six to force the game seven and he was just unbelievable the most points scored in a in a game seven in NBA history which you know it's it's, it's unbelievable but uh, gosh I mean so much there I mean but yes yeah, celebrating today for sure and uh, how about that Eastern Conference Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum this is their fifth Eastern Conference final how is that i'm interrupting you just say how in the world is that even possible mark (laughs) because there's 26 25 and 26 years old they're they're uh but the but it's just been remarkable they've only came through once with uh with an nba finals appearance that was last year but you know again this is there's so much talk about splitting these two up, and I just don't know if you can based on this history that they've been able to uh, to do all this. I think the other remarkable thing is you look at the Miami Heat, this will be the third time in those five in, uh, Eastern finals that, that, that the, it's the Heat and the Celtics. So give some credit there. And, and I'm going to twist this thing around because I can't help to think about Philadelphia and the 76ers and trust the process and <laughs> and now and now we're facing this this team who uh, and I think about Jimmy Butler cuz folks may forget Jimmy Butler was a sixer and then they, the Sixers passed on keeping him instead they uh they decided to go with um Tobias Harris and here they are again Still haven't made it to the Eastern Conference Finals since 2001. Uh, a, a, another early exit, and then the pressure that's now on Embiid, James Harden, who's had a history of not coming through in big moments, and Doc Rivers. So, I mean, who knows what the fallout's going to be 
uh, in Philadelphia and all this. But uh, but that being said, and then we'll turn this around. How about the fact you think about the Sixers could have had could have had Jimmy Butler and how that could have been different. Don't forget that the that the Celtics traded with the Sixers. The Sixers, uh, because they had the top pick, the Sixers wound up picking, I can't remember this kid's name. I, oh, my gosh. He's uh, almost a non-factor now in the NBA. Some kid from the Pacific Northwest, uh, the, the Sixers took him number one. Um, and, again, he's no longer with the team. The, the Celtics backed up and took Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum <laughs> could have been a Sixer. Uh, so, anyways, just wanted to throw that one out there. So, But if you're a Sixer fan, you could have had Embiid, and Tatum, or you could have had Embiid and Butler. But instead, you're going back to Philadelphia and with a lot more questions than answers. Dude, that is awesome. Man, that is Mark Panicelli. By God, that's why we have him on. And I had to look this up just to see here. It's like Marcus something. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. That's it. That's it. That's it. And he's not even in the league anymore? I don't know. I don't know where he's at. I he, thought he was with he's Orlando. Be somewhere. I thought he was with Orlando. But. Maybe he's with Orlando. He's not. You know. You know. Again, a number one overall pick. This was a number one overall pick. This is why this draft thing is such a crapshoot. But, uh, but wow. But what about you, man? I mean, what would you do if you're if you're running the Sixers today? Are you are heads rolling today? Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, you you've got a team like you said with the league MVP. You've got James Harden, who I mean, James Harden is James Harden, but you you've got a pretty good team there. I mean, obviously, I mean they finished third in the East, but uh, yeah, I, I think I think it's time for Doc Rivers to go. Uh, I think he's done everything he can do there. Uh, they just can't get over that hump, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you you tear it apart and start all over again. I definitely don't think you do that. But I don't, you know, from everything I've read. Uh, Mark, I, I don't think James Harden's going back. I mean, it's like this great, uh, open secret or whatever they call it that, that he wants to go back to Houston. I don't know if it's for the strip clubs or what it is, but I mean, James Harden wants to go back to Houston, which by the way, I've always heard, you know, we don't need to get into all that, but, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll save that for Wednesday on your show. Okay. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. But, uh, so if Harden is gone, uh, you still got a pretty good core of a team there in Philadelphia, but uh, yeah, I think you get rid of uh, Doc Rivers, and I think you uh, you just maybe start a rebuild around uh, Embiid. Who, by the way, I mean, I think you would agree with this too. I think he was the MVP this year of the league. I mean, he really was. I mean, he. I mean, dude, thirty three points and what thirteen rebounds speaks for itself, and he is a man. But having said that, though, dude. I'm sorry, dude. That's all the good thing. I don't like the 76ers. I've never liked them. Ooh, they're gross. It's even, even saying 76ers is just gross coming out of my mouth. It's almost like saying Lakers. And I know you feel the same way there too, dude. But what about how, how this team, how this Celtics team just, I mean, it, it was a 55, 52 game at halftime, dude. And then they just blow up in the third quarter. I mean, the Celtics do and, by the end of the third quarter, I'm sure, like I said, how when I brought you up here, Mark, by the end of the third quarter, I mean, I'm relaxing. I've got my legs kicked up. I've got my cat in my lap. I'm, uh, you know, just you're spinning, 
You're spending a lot more time in Darlington, South Carolina Exactly, now. <laughs> yes. No, you're right, because I had the Darlington race up on the top left TV. I switched them around a little bit, but I had to listen to the end of it there, uh, you know, to see what everything they were saying, all the interviews. But I, listen, we have got to, we have got to, got to use a few minutes to talk about Jason Tatum, dude. I mean, who I... Dude, after a performance like yesterday, we know he's one of the – in my opinion, I'd love to get yours. In my opinion, he's probably the fourth best player in the NBA right now uh, behind uh, Jokic, and, or Jokic, however you say his name, uh, Giannis, Embiid. And I would put him at number four. I'd put him ahead of Luka. But I tell you what, dude, by God, Mark Panicelli, he keeps playing like he did yesterday, dude. I'm not so sure, he's, like he says, that he's not the best player in the world, dude. Yeah, I mean, and and of course I've had my frustration with him. I mean, you know, uh, I've called him out several times because I thought last year certainly he 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 fell apart towards the end of the NBA Finals, and he gets all this attention because he is phenomenal. I mean, he's a guy who can do so much on the basketball floor, um, scoring wise. I mean, he. He's got the range of a guard, but he's, uh, you know, what is he, like 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, he's got incredible length, so he can go right to the basket with guys like Embiid and Giannis, who are, you know, 6'10", 7-footers. So he's he's a phenomenal talent. And, and you know, it does take some time for, you know, guys to, to figure it all out. But, yes, if he can – if he can – Stay consistent with you know some of the performances he's had, he's had and, and say what you want. I, I didn't realize it yesterday, so that was another twenty five. Of course, it was fifty one points, but in Celtics history, twenty five point playoff performances. And you think about the great history. He just passed Paul Pierce yesterday. God. I mean, <laughs> and Paul Pierce is you know in an the NBA Raptors, champion. Legend. Yeah. Right, right. So. Um, that's phenomenal in itself. And again, he's 25 years old. So, uh, certainly the sky is the limit, um, uh, with that. And, and again, I don't think enough is said about the one, two punch. And I think it's very interesting. And, uh, I, I know this is a, this is a really hard comparison and people are not going to like hearing this <laughs> because I'm not saying they're this, I'm just saying when you see two wing players like that who play so dominant, and the, the most successful team was that Bulls team that had Pippen and Jordan, who were kind of like the same guy, um, you know, a, a three, a two, who could, you know, play probably with a, with a, with a lot of power forwards. And so I think the Jalen Brown aspect of this is also phenomenal. I think Jalen Brown's the guy on most any other team in the NBA. I mean, he'd be, uh, you know, the, the, the main guy, uh, the Batman, as opposed to the Robin in this case, as, as we always use that comparison. But I, I have to say, I'm, I'm so impressed. Ultimately, we're asking me about Jason Tatum. I think he could definitely win some MVPs uh, at the level that he's playing. He was fourth in voting this year. Um, but, I, but I think it has to be performances like this. Uh, that, that that stand out. Now, that being said, the MVP, the regular season MVP and NBA champion, that hasn't happened since 2015 when Steph Curry won the MVP and the NBA Finals. So here recently, it's been sort of the president's trophy of, 
of the NBA as far as winning that individual trophy. But, I mean, he's he's been phenomenal. But, again, still so much basketball for him uh, to play and to prove. And let's, and let's, and let's be honest, and I'll, and I'll ask you this question because I, I say emphatically, if they don't make it past the Heat and make it to the NBA Finals, they're, this season's going to be judged as unsuccessful. <laughs> How sad is that, dude? You've battled past – uh, well, you know, the first round wasn't that hard, but the second round, I mean, a very good Philadelphia 76ers team, dude. And I think you'll agree with me yeah. on that too. But if you lose the Eastern conference finals, you're, you're right. I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, Mark. I mean, you're absolutely right. You make it all the way to the Eastern conference finals, but if you don't beat this upstart eighth, eighth seeded Miami heat team, it, this season would be judged a disaster or well, not a disaster, but it would be judged a failure. I mean, you're right. It's sad. It's unfair, but uh, that's how we are. How about I mean the Phoenix Suns, who you know they only had a uh, you know a two-time NBA Coach of the Year, but they can't get out of the second round, and then he gets fired. I mean, uh, how about in Milwaukee, uh, Coach Bud? I can't remember the whole pronunciation of his last Boot name. Budenholzer. But there you go, Budenholzer. But uh, dude. All he does is have the best regular season, though, it, you know, but gets knocked out in the first round. He loses his job, dude. I mean, it just it's very unfair what happens probably with uh, the NBA, but it is what it is. And, hey, these coaches go into this uh, with their eyes wide open, don't they? Yeah, I mean, it, again, you end up being the, the fall guy because it's, it's a lot easier to get rid of the coach than it is to get rid of the player. Uh, when it comes to NBA, and you're certainly not going to start over in a lot of those situations, but uh, but without a doubt, now I'd be no 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 wait whoa 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 I almost <laughs> said I almost said it'd be really interesting to see what Boston does with their head coaching job if they were to lose, but in no world do I want to live in where I have to face that. But uh, he I certainly can't believe faced those. I can't believe those but words I can't were formed on your this. lips. Okay, please, please strike this from the uh, from the. Uh, <laughs> From the record, and uh, and just forget that I ever said that. And let me ask you. Let me ask. You. Okay. And and this is and this is the and it's good bet because if you lose it, it's the worst ever. But if you win it, it's the best ever. Because this because you know you mentioned the, the greatest rivalry in the NBA. One of the greatest rivalries in all sports is Lakers Celtics. Oh my God. And those two franchises both have sixteen NBA championships. Obviously, the most by any other franchises, and why not? Come on, LeBron James, Jason Tatum, young, old Lakers, Celtics. Come on, man! I mean, you can't tell me there's not a part of you that kind of wants that. Like, I'd really want to break that tie against the Lakers. I'd also love to hate. I'd also hate to lose that <laughs> that that series. But man, could you imagine Lakers, Celtics this year, especially? In the year where you mentioned Miami being a play-in team, so is the Lakers. So yep. are the Lakers yep. on the other side of, of the of the bracket. No, you're absolutely right, but it, it's not going to happen. I'll tell you why, because I think the Nuggets are going to sweep the Lakers. I'm calling it now. Ooh. I really do. I think uh, the Lakers, hey, they've been a nice little story, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm, dude, I'm a little bit worried about the Nuggets, man. You know, we've spent this whole offseason. Hell, we probably spent the whole regular season talking about, you know, the Celtics and, you know, Giannis and, of course, Joel Embiid and even this great run that the Heat have put on. And, and over in the West, oh, my God, the Lakers, you know, 
two weeks before the season ended, the regular season ended, we weren't even sure the Lakers were going to make the playoffs, remember? I mean, I know you and I talked about it, and I know for sure Richard Clark and I talked about it on his Tuesday appearances. And so that's a sweet little story. I mean, Phoenix getting uh, Durant and, you know, having him with uh, that talented cast they have there. and Even the Dallas Mavericks getting uh, Kyrie and then not making the playoffs. How much, how much talk would you say, honestly, dude, if you were to put a percentage on all your NBA talk, uh, I about called you Richard Clark, Mark Panicelli, <laughs> all your NBA talk that you do on uh, the drive with Mark Panicelli and you do here with me on your weekly visits, how much of your NBA talk, percentage-wise, has involved the Denver Nuggets? Be honest now. Richard has such a deep voice. I have to do it. Well, I, mean, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it, Richard. You're the Barry White of uh, yes, the he is. Show guest list. Um, very little, and I think no, no, no. Uh, Give me a percentage. As, Give me a percentage. Marcos, I, I'll be I'm probably about. I will say no more than ten percent. Okay, and 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 I would say because I and I felt like it was sort of that afterthought, like oh, hey, we got Denver lurking around over there. But I think, like um, most of their seasons in recent years, you're we're all thinking, well, they're going to be a great regular season team, and they're going to have an exit in the playoffs. Well, here they are in the finals, and the difference is they are actually healthier than they've been in, in the in in more recent years, and they've had more impact players be available to them uh, for sure. And and you know, Jokic is a you know, he is a really, really good player. I know it, it feels like one of those things where Jokic is not a guy who gives you a lot of highlights. I mean, let's be honest. The most recent highlight you think of with Jokic is him shoving the Suns owner, uh, yeah. trying to get the basketball. I mean, because he doesn't put up sports center highlights. Um, as uh, my friend Trevor Donnell says, it's like he plays that old man basketball. It's like the the old man at the Y is very fundamentally strong is what he's trying to say. And it's not necessarily – Well, it's not sexy. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not aesthetically pleasing, uh, especially when you – you know, for, for the NBA, um, you know, it's, it is a very highlight-driven league. So I think we have definitely slept on Denver. The long answer for me saying this is about 10%. But I feel like we were always thinking, and I, I'm using a collective we, like I feel like most of us were thinking, ah, Denver, that's not real. You know, but here they are. And I think uh, you, I think like you, you're right. I, I, I do feel they're a much better team than the Lakers. They're certainly much deeper uh, and younger and healthier. And we still – you know, with the Lakers, it's night in and night out, and we're always following the health of Anthony Davis. I still think it's remarkable what uh, LeBron James is doing at his age, and this run the Lakers uh, are on is, is is pretty phenomenal. Again, based on what you were just saying, too, the fact that we didn't even think they were going to make the playoffs, but uh, but here they are. But but you're right. I think you know if you're Denver, um, you're probably not going to get a better chance. Uh, at this right now, right? I mean, here you are in the finals taking on a play-in team. But the difference is you're taking on arguably one of the greatest players in the history of the game who is playing at, at a very high level. And I don't even think it's arguable. I mean, you said taking on arguably in my in the in the Brian Hanks rankings. If you remember, Richard and I did it before the season started. I had him at number four. I had uh, LeBron James at number four all time. 
I'm not so sure he's uh, probably made his way to number two. Now, there's a big chasm between uh, number one and number two. I mean, I, I still have Jordan just on an island by himself and on a planet by himself. And uh, number two is a, a couple of planets away from him. I had Kareem as my number two uh, overall player of all time. And I'd say that's that's probably where LeBron is right now. However, uh, dude, I just – what I don't understand, I don't understand how he can keep playing at this high of a level, dude. You just don't see – 38-year-old players averaging, and I'm looking at it right now, so I've got the number right here in front of me, 29 points a game, 8.3 rebounds, and 7 assists. Dude, yeah. that that's incredible. I mean, and there's something that has to be said for uh, – I mean, Jordan wasn't doing that at that age. I mean, he really wasn't. I mean, uh, he I mean, he was with the, uh, the Bullets at that time. Bullets, I mean, did I just really Wizards. say Bullets? The Wizards at that yeah. time, playing with Jerry Stackhouse in, uh, in D.C. at that time. And, I mean, was a pretty good player, was a serviceable player, but he wasn't one of the top 25 players in the league at that age. He really wasn't. And would, is there anybody that would say LeBron's not one of the top 10 players in the league right now? I mean, I'm, I, now he's not at that top – tier of players we were just talking about i don't even think he's at a jason tatum level right now but dude he is definitely seven eight nine somewhere there anyway having said all that though and i'm sitting here i'm doing all this bragging on a player i can't stand uh i think uh, <laughs> i know dude it just it gnaws at me but i really yeah. think i i think the lakers luck is gonna uh is gonna wear out here i think the nuggets like you said dude there are no injuries on that team they're as rested as a team can be Going into a series, I think they're going to dominate. You know what? Listen, let me, if you allow me to backtrack for a second here, Mark, I'm going to say in five, Nuggets in five, because I think the Lakers can take one game if it's uh, probably one of the games in LA. In fact, I bet they're up three to nothing. I bet the Nuggets are up three to nothing, and the Lakers probably win game four. Then they'll win it, uh, punch their ticket uh, to the NBA Finals in game five. Here's a question, and you're, and I mean, Richard would know this, and I think you would too, as big a fan. Have the, I don't remember the Nuggets ever making the NBA Finals. Have they been in the Finals before? That's a good question. No, I don't. I, I don't think so. See, I'm going to have to Google. It. Why don't you talk for a second? I'll Google. It. I got my computer right here in front of me. All too. right. Well, I'll Google it. I'm. I'm again. I'm. I'm somewhat rooting for the Lakers, and that's because maybe I'm being overconfident that we could just take the Lakers down uh, emphatically, but. If you're asking me to make a basketball prediction, I, I, I think this game I think the series could go six. I I do think Denver should win this series. Um, but but I am really interested. Like I said, the X factor to me is is uh, seeing, you know, what happened below these guys. because Jokic and LeBron James, I think those guys I don't I'm not worried about that. So the next guy's down uh, Murray and uh, and Davis, et cetera, et cetera. I think those are the guys that I'm, I'm wondering who's going to step up. Is it going to be Austin Reeves for the Lakers or who that's going to – because I think oftentimes uh, in basketball, especially in the NBA, you know, it's the stars usually do what they do. Uh, but oftentimes, you know, games can be won by those guys, those, uh, those little pieces, those uh, Al Horfords, if you will. Uh, of the NBA who can show up one night and and show you why uh, it's impressive to be one of the elite few who can play professional basketball. Well, there you go. And I, as you Shout were, out. 
to your to uh, if, if he hasn't been on the show yet. You, aren't you having a, a professional basketball player? Yes, sir. Uh, I, I, as I messaged you this morning, how about the Monday edition of the Brian <laughs> Hanks show has Mark Panicelli in Reggie Bullock. How about that, dude? And he'll be yeah. uh, joining us yeah. here in our next hour. Uh, pre-recorded interview that I did with him over the inter, uh, over the weekend, but two-parter part one is today part Ooh. two is tomorrow oh dude we went like an hour and 10 minutes man the beauty of that yeah thank you give me a chance to promote this real quick we got to get back to the nba but let me say this, hey denver nuggets never made the nba finals dude never so that's a pretty big deal if they could do that that, sounds right. that i just blew my mind dude uh but yeah, Reggie, man, you're going to love the interview, dude. And it'll, of course, as people know, it'll air on uh, 252 ESPN. Wait a minute. I am airing on 252 ESPN today, right? You are. You have one hour today. And then it's going to be the Reggie Bullock hour. Uh, there you go. Well, because but, no, so, uh, you're going to be on the air today. <laughs> no, sir. We have Washington Nationals, New York Mets today as they close out their series. Well, you don't think people so, uh, in uh, in the greater uh, Pitt County, Craven County area, they would like to hear their Mark Panicelli today? I'm sure they – I'm sure I am breaking hearts all over Eastern <laughs> North Carolina today by not – but you know what? Tune in tomorrow, and we're going to have uh, Brett Kennedy from News Channel 12 and Fox Eastern Carolina and fresh from his – 400th wedding in the last two years <laughs> Paul Whittington uh, will be joining us to talk about what an interesting weekend we have in uh, from from Darlington and oh my god dude it's all-star week it's all-star week Brian Hanks. <laughs> dude you're out of control man I like this full of energy Mark Panicelli at uh, as we're doing this at seven o'clock in the morning on a Monday morning dude I love it <laughs> Yeah, man, you know, caffeine is magical. <laughs> it is magical indeed. Okay, uh, I think that's enough NBA talk. Uh, I do want to get in. Uh, we've got a couple other things I want uh, that I want to put a quarter in the Mark Panicelli machine on. And, dude, I've got to go to the Carolina Hurricanes, man. They get us all giddy. They win Thursday night. And then, dude, like a small child on Christmas morning, Mark Panicelli, I'm sitting at the top of the steps looking at the Christmas tree with all the presents underneath it. Even from the top of the tree, Mark, I can see there's Brian written on a couple of the presents. But I can't touch them yet. I can't open them. Because the freaking <laughs> NHL, we win. Florida wins a day later. And I understand the whole thing. They want to wait till you know, they have the Western Conference set. But they're not giving us a day. We do know that games one and two will be in Raleigh at PNC Arena. I would like to go to one. I'm really thinking about whatever night it is. I'm going to try to make it up there. As you, as you know, uh, Paul and I are going to be in North Wilkesboro this weekend starting uh, That's right. uh, Thursday night. We're doing the show live from Galax, Virginia. Have you ever heard of Galax, Virginia, dude? Nope. <laughs> well, now you have, by God. We're doing the show live <laughs> from Galax, Virginia. Is it Virginia. spelled just like it sounds? Uh, G, uh, there's no Y, but G-A-L-A-X, Galax, Virginia. is okay. right, okay. It's right across the border. It's about 20 miles from uh, – North Wilkesboro, but dude, okay, can can I tell you what a cheapskate? Well, not, I don't think I'm a cheapskate per se, but man, there were no hotels in North <laughs> Wilkesboro you could get, by the way. Even in Winston-Salem, they jacked the freaking prices up on it because they knew there's 40,000 people coming to uh, 
uh, North Wilkesboro for the all-star race this upcoming week. And they were, uh, dude, I mean, $250, $300 a night. And your boy, Brian, he just doesn't have that kind of money. Okay. I mean, I, you know, I I'm comfortable and all that, but, uh, but I found, uh, by, it's about a 25 minute trip right up I 77. And, uh, I got a, a nice Hampton Inn in Galax, Virginia for like 119 a night, dude. How about that, dude? There you go. And then uh, let's not say cheap. Let's say frugal. Let's frugal. say, yeah, there you go. You know, <laughs> uh, you, you have a, a, a budget conscious, you know, you're, you're trying to, you're trying to go to more trips later this year. There right? you go. That's what, that's what's going on. You're absolutely right. I, you know, so what is your, see, I'm a Hilton man. I'm a Hilton honors guy. I mean, so if it's Hampton or, or Hampton Inn or Hilton or, uh, it, any of the other properties, most of the time is Hampton though, but dude, I love Hampton Inn because they have the free breakfast. And a lot of times now it went down during the pandemic, but dude, they usually have a, you know, uh, eggs and, and bacon or some kind of meat. And then, uh, I know dude, it's, it's, we're sitting here doing this. It's breakfast time <laughs> and, and Brian is hungry too, but well, I'm a Hilton honors guy. Do you have a hotel of choice or what do you do when you're on the road? Well, you know, first off, you should always do, and you should always, you know, try to remember all your friends, like even people <laughs> that you just knew that might live in that city. No, no, I'm just joking. Um, but no, I, I'm like you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a, a budget shopper. I'm, I'm trying to find, you know, what's the most reasonable deal uh, that I can get. Now, mind you also, I mean, I try to also, you know, I think it, 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 it does some good to take a minute to read a couple of reviews. Okay. Oh, now, mind absolutely. you, I always take that. I always take that, you know, tongue in cheek and remember that most of the time that people write reviews, they've had a bad experience. That is the, I would say 90% of the motivation. But as I said, I mean, you could, you know, I, I encourage everybody read the reviews that way. You kind of you might have some idea what you're walking into. Worst case scenario, right? Because you should always hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Have you, <laughs> let me ask you this: you ever you ever made a poor choice in booking uh, a hotel? Oh my god, dude! <laughs> let me god tell knows you, I have. Oh, right. dude, no, no, no! I've got some stories for you, man. I'm telling you, uh, before uh, I. I <laughs> I used to pride myself, Mark, and talk about us getting off on a tangent here, but it is what it is. I'm all good with it. But uh, I used to pride myself on, you remember when you'd be driving, and this is in the old days. I don't. I haven't really seen it that much now, but you'd be driving on the interstate and you'd see that billboard that said, Twenty four ninety nine hotel, and I'd be like, "Oh hell yeah!" Hey, I'm, I don't care. I'm going there just to sleep. I'm not, you know, I don't yeah. need anything fancy. And I used to be that guy, dude. But I gotta tell you, and maybe because I have gone up an income bracket or two, dude. I mean, I really have. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, humble brag here or whatever. But you know, I, the 54 year old Brian is not the same as the 24 year old Brian. The 24 year old Brian you know, would get that twenty four ninety nine room and turn the lights on. And then you could hear literally Mark, you could hear the cockroaches on the floor scurrying around. You, <laughs> I, you think I'm joking, dude. This no. happened several times. You turn no. the light on, then they'd all scatter under your bed or under the dresser or whatever. And you'd be like, okay, I can't do this anymore. You know, I'm, or you, you know, I, I would like literally like put a cloth over my mouth. Cause I didn't want a cockroach to climb in my mouth while I was sleeping. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god oh no it's absolutely horrible no no i i have 
you know, one of the big clues, you know, uh, one, one place I stayed in and, and certainly I was like, woof, this is a very questionable, like, you know, part of the, the city neighborhood, et cetera. <laughs> the other big red flag that I would always say is if you, if you walk and you see where someone is obviously living, a, because it's like when I when I, so I'm going to my hotel room I love and it. like there's like a porch situation where there's yep. like you know patio furniture and some plants <laughs> you know where someone's kind of set up a thing and then you know later that night so I'm sitting in there and I'm watching one of the six channels um, <laughs> that's available on the on the on the TV um, and the um, you know and and uh, you mentioned the quarter remember you could put the quarter in the bed and I the, do remember of, that yes. So, so, uh, in this particular one, and I'm not joking, um, it actually did because I didn't want to call the front desk because I foolishly put the quarter in there and it would not stop. <laughs> like, you know, I thought it would go for, you tell, know, tell people, for, no, whatever the two no, no, you're being a little nebulous here. <laughs> tell them what it would. You put a quarter in the bed it would have like the little thing. Right, what right, would the right, bed right. do? Because there's folks that don't know that, it, dude. It, it, it rocks back and forth, sort of vibrates. Well, in this particular case, too, it's beating on the wall. And I'm guessing my neighbor, <laughs> the lady with the patio plant, can hear this bed just and – it, and it just won't stop. Like, I mean, it's going on like 30 oh, minutes. I love it. And, and, uh, and so I'm about to call, and I don't want to call the front desk. And then it finally cuts off. And then I'm just sitting there, like, questioning my whole <laughs> life and, and everything. And then all of a sudden I get this knock on the door, doop, doop, doop. Hey, you need anything? Anything you need, just oh, let me know, all right? Lord. I'm like, a male oh God, a male please. voice or a female voice? It was a, a male voice. Okay. I didn't I didn't even answer. I was just I, I was like, you know, when you're a little kid, you just sort of hide under the blanket. It's like if I don't move, <laughs> they won't see me. Uh so uh yeah, I've made some poor choices before in hotels. So always kids, read the 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 comments. Read the read the recommendations and the reviews before making a decision. Mark so, Panicelli anyway. is not saying anything any wiser than, and I'm serious, it, but dude, and I'm sure you did too, man. We're both men of a, well, like I like to say about us, we're men of a certain generation. You just hit that point where it's like, you know, what? And I, not that I have to have a lot of luxury, but you know what? I don't want to hear little legs, you know, uh, little bug legs on the floor and then be worried <laughs> about that. And I'm serious. And so I'll pay a little bit extra now. You know I mean? I, again, I love Hampton Inn. If I, I bet you, and this is not exact. Now bear in mind, this is from when I was a sports writer to, you know, even, uh, you know, being the editor of the free press and doing a little bit of traveling that Linda and I do now. And, uh, Dude, I, I'm a Hampton Inn guy, man. I bet I have stayed. This is not an exaggeration. I Maybe it's a humble brag. I don't know. I bet I've stayed in 80 to 90 Hampton Inns in my life, dude. I mean, I'm to, now that's all across the country, too. I mean, I'll stay in a... You know, and uh, and a Hilton every now and then. If I'm feeling, you know, if I'm feeling a little rich, you know, buy me a bottle of Fiji water and stay in a Hilton. You know, but for the most part, I'm a Hampton guy, dude. Fiji water from the hotel bar. Oh, you yeah. are living big time right there, buddy. I need that kind of money right there. That's well, what I'm talking well, about. Well, that's what I tell Linda, and she loves it too, is, you know, <laughs> if we're like at a convenience store, instead of getting, you know, and nothing against Aquafina or I don't know any of the other names off the top of my head. But, Dasani. You know, you, yeah, Dasani or Aquafina, but, you know, you look over there at the Fiji water, it's, you know, what, about two ninety nine a bottle as opposed to, you know, the dollar fifty nine or whatever for the Aquafina and the Dasani, and you're like, you know what? 
baby, I'm feeling a little rich today. Let, let's go Fiji today. And, and we right. do. And, and, you know, you have to put your pinky finger up while you're drinking it. I mean, it's awesome, you know. Right. You need a co-signer. Yeah, you got to like, it. Like all the other waters are like three dollars, you know. But Fiji water, it's like, do you have verification? Do you have a, a secret access code to buy the? They run a credit. The Fiji re- they water. run a credit report on right. you. <laughs> exactly. Right, 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 dude. Like, we'll go a minute or two in the second hour, but I mean, I'm I'm up against it because of the interview and the birthday game that we've got in our second hour. That's right. But uh, I did just what? The, what is the NHL doing, man? They could announce it. I don't care I don't if they're know. waiting. It just as a fan, it's frustrating. I was wondering what your thought was on it. Um, I don't like it. Uh, and one, first and foremost, because it affects me as a program director who has yep, to program yep. a radio station that puts on Carolina Hurricanes games. So the earlier you let me know that, the better off it is. But all personal things. So I think, again, to plan is certainly important. And for these fans, I mean, just sitting here waiting for days, I mean – when did we clinch again? What was it, Thursday? Yeah, it was Thursday Friday? night, dude. And then Florida <laughs> clinched the day after. Yes. So we're just sitting here waiting for this. And here's what I don't want to happen. And now, again, this is just all me being selfish here. And just it's all how it affects Mark. But still, don't you secretly need it to be – not secretly. Don't you openly need it to be Celtics one night, Canes the yes. next night. Like, yes. do not give me this same night stuff like uh, no, so no 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 that's what i'm worried about you're that's laughing but you're right I've, i want to be able on my big screen to not have to jump back and forth between games like i did between the race and uh the celtics game yesterday i want to be able to give my full undivided attention mark panicelli to one or the other that's right that's right so i know all the nhl executives listen to this show and especially people <laughs> in the scheduling uh, department. So, guys, make this happen for us. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals in the NBA is Wednesday. So, let's start this thing Thursday. Still, I, I feels got, good to me. I got no problem with that whatsoever. Last thing, 30 seconds, dude. I swear, that's all I got. 30 seconds on William Byron winning yesterday in Darlington. William Byron has almost doubled his career win total this season. And he's really turning into one heck of a race car driver. Now, mind you, he won yesterday by attrition. As yeah, uh, guys yeah. were just trying to knock each other off. Uh, side note, the Ross Chastain show is getting old, uh, but it's kind of fun. So I don't really know what to do there. So I have mixed feelings about that. But like I said, it's all fun and games until it's your guy that he knocks out. And, you know, as I said, and, and sometimes it's not always his fault, but it just he, he's always the, the, the guy who's always seems to be the guy we're talking about every week with questionable moves. Other than that, I thought it was good racing, but uh, there towards the end, it became this, well, how many cautions are we going to get there at the end? But William Byron uh, stayed, you know, uh, again, just a great finish. And right now, everything seems to be going his way. And uh, I think, was that the 100th win? For the the number 24 24. car? Yes, sir. It was a number one. Of course. Now, Jeff Gordon got like 91 of them. Right. (laughs) That's like saying uh, that time I played in that all-star game and Danny Green and I combined for 38 points. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I scored two. We'll just leave it at that. Listen, Mark Panicelli, dude, you're the best. Can't wait to have you. I got to tell you, not that you've been sleepy lately, but I really enjoy the, the caffeinated Mark Panicelli. This was awesome this morning, dude. Well, good. I'll try to do more coffee every time and, and not be so sloppy. But uh, uh, all right, man. 
Uh, happy happy Monday to you, sir. Happy Monday to you. We'll talk to you Wednesday, dude. All right, take care. There you go. That's Mark Panicelli coming up in our second hour. Reggie Bullock of the Dallas Mavericks on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.